Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is December 22nd, 2021, and I am your host, William Harris, aka William Is Bill. Now, on today's episode, we're going to go over Tuesdays, what should have been a six game slate, but we'd had, of course, another postponed game. That was the Wizards versus the Brooklyn Nets. The Nets are really going through it right now with COVID, as many of you know. Hopefully, they will get things back on track soon. Uh, The spreading of the virus seems to have been slowing down a little bit, so hopefully we won't have too many more postponements. But for now, we have five games to go over. But before we get into that, I would like to give a shout-out to some of our rookies that are performing very well in the G League right now. So I'm going to start with over the weekend, I failed to mention (laughs) Moses Wright. He is with the Clippers G League affiliate, and he ended up in a career high with 33 points, 12 rebounds, and three blocks. Moses Wright is a player that was good enough to be drafted. Uh, he is no real explanation for why he was not drafted. Honestly, he was a four-year senior at Georgia Tech, and he could shoot the ball. He's a power forward. He can shoot the ball. He can do it all. Um, he's just not like a high rise or anything necessarily, but in his time with the uh, Clippers trying to make the team and everything, he had one of the biggest highlights from summer league that you will see. He's dunking over someone incredibly, but you know, he did not make the team and he's been with the G league all season. Now for him to put up 33 points, 12 rebounds and three blocks against the South Bay Lakers, that's something that the Clippers should keep an eye out on because this young guy is very talented and, in my opinion, should have been a draft pick this year. So Moses Wright, keep an, keep an eye out on that name. Uh, it probably won't come to fruition this year, but in the future. Now, also, the Minnesota Timberwolves have a talented point guard rookie, Isaiah Miller. He scored 30 points, had seven rebounds and six assists in his last game. And, you know, he's just an undersized point guard, but very talented. And right now, Minnesota is throwing Leandro Balmaro out on the court game after game after game, and he's doing nothing. And Isaiah Miller, meanwhile, is killing it in the G League. So there needs to be some type of switch here, in my opinion. I don't know if, you know, if they're just going with name value because what Leandro Balmaro is doing on the court is nothing compared to Isaiah Miller in the G League. So hopefully they will give the young fella a shot. And I believe that, Leandro needs to get some development time in the G League. Also, we have Luca Garza, the big name stud, Luca Garza for Detroit Pistons. He's with their G League affiliate right now. He bounces up and down from the Pistons to the Motor City Cruise. And in his last game, he scored 28 points, eight rebounds, and had four assists against Cleveland's G League squad. Uh, Luca Garza is a guy, in my opinion, who definitely deserves some more minutes on the Pistons. And, you know, it's been a struggle so far. Every time that he's gotten big minutes, he's performed well. And that's Summer League, preseason, and G League. So give him big minutes on the Pistons. See what he needs to do. But he really has not been given much of a chance to perform well with the Pistons. Everyone says, oh, he can't play defense. So, He'll never make it, but 
what are the Pistons doing now? Not playing defense. They're not good at the center position. Right now, Kelly Olenek is out. Isaiah Miller, um, Isaiah Stewart is up and down. Trey Lyles is not that good. Play Luka Garza. See what you have. If he's if you play him and he's terrible, okay. But, I mean, give him a shot. He's very talented. And he was the best player in college basketball last year. So, also, we have, you know, right now the G League is going through their winter showcase. So, it's more like a tournament uh, between the best G League teams. And, and such, Isaiah Todd from the Wizards, first selection in the second round. He played on the G League Ignite team with Jalen Green and Jonathan Kaminga. He scored 25 points, had six rebounds, three steals, and in doing so, seven of those were three-pointers. That's a tremendous game from Isaiah Todd, who is getting no love, no minutes at all on the Washington Wizards. Meanwhile, Corey Kispert, kind of like Leandro Balmaro and Isaiah Miller, Corey Kispert is getting 15 to 20 minutes a night or DMPs every now and then. But Isaiah Todd is not even snipping the floor for the Wizards. So that's weird. In my opinion, that should reverse as well. Corey Kispert needs to go to the G League and get, you know, some, you know, send some normalcy in his game. I don't think he's developing and I don't think he's confident and I don't think he's given enough minutes to keep his game as good as it was in college. So the G League would help Corey Kispert. I think the NBA would help Isaiah Todd. So we will see. But that's an incredible performance by him. And hopefully that will only get him more looks, more minutes. Another top performer from the Winter Showcase, Carly Jones, at 26 points and four assists. Carly Jones has been one of the best rookies the whole season in the Summer League. Has not sniffed the court of the NBA. What reason? I cannot tell you. He definitely deserves some love in the NBA. And right now, you know, the way all the players are bouncing up and down from the league and the G League because of COVID protocols, um, he definitely should get a call up. There's no reason that he should not be in the NBA, honestly. He's had multiple games over 30 points in the G League. And coming out of this year's draft, I thought he should have been drafted as well. This draft was full of very talented players, but some really, really got screwed because Carl Lake Jones is a really nice player and he's proven it every game in the G League. Finally, a last G League performer, Farron Hunt. Farron Hunt, you'll, you'll be seeing his name quite often in G League performances. Um, he ended up in his last game, he's with the Texas Legends, ended up with 29 points, five rebounds, and three blocks. That's just another great game. But these guys with small names have such a hard time getting a shot in the NBA. So the COVID protocols are a horrible thing that players are having to go through it, especially if they have COVID. But it is giving an opportunity to some young guys and veterans that would not necessarily probably have that shot uh, or that window of opportunity opened if it wasn't for that. So you hate that, but it's it's like a double-edged sword. It's good for the young fellas and possible some rookies could slide in there and get real NBA minutes and end up making a squad. You know, that is how Devontae Graham is got his big contract with the Pelicans. You know, he was on 
the Swarm, uh, the Charlotte Hornets G League squad, the Greensboro Swarm, because he was drafted to the Hornets in late in the second round. Didn't really get an opportunity his whole rookie season. He was pretty much in the G League. He bounced up and down a little bit. But then when he got his shot, when Kimba was traded, he never looked back. So this is what we're hoping to see from some of these rookies that are playing incredible in the G League. If they get that shot, they get that opportunity and never look back. Same for Fred Van Fleet. I mean, um, Pascal Siakam, Chris Boucher. It's a lot of players that the G League has really helped flourish into great prospects. So we will see who will be this year's version of that. For Monday's five-game slate now, let's get straight to it like it's nothing to it. Not many standout rookies. I'll just go ahead and give you a warning on that. So, but the first game was the New Orleans Pelicans defeated the Trail Blazers 111-97 to for Portland. They did play Trenton Watford four minutes, end up with three rebounds. That's it. Um, very interesting that he played and Greg Brown did not. He was Greg Brown's a DMP. Greg Brown was their only drafted rookie. So interesting that they went that route, but it is what it is. You know, they keep playing Tony, Tony Snell, and he keeps putting up zeros. Um, so who knows what they're doing there? You know, Dennis Smith Jr. was also a DMP. So um, Portland is just an interesting team right now. They're, I mean, they're 13 and 19 right now. The Pelicans are 11 and 21. The Pelicans are pretty much the worst team in the league, if not bottom three. The Blazers only have two more wins than them. That's not common for the Trail Blazers. You know, Damian Lillard did play in this game, ended up with 39 points, but it's not looking good. If if the Trail Blazers continue at this rate, I don't see Damian Lillard staying with his team. Now, he has been in and out of the lineup a lot, and, of course, C.J. McCollum is out um, indefinitely. But I just hope the Trailblazers have that draft pick this year because they normally don't. It's it's looking like it's going to be very low. For the Pelicans, Herb Jones started once again, played 26 minutes, scored three points, had one rebound and one block. So not quite the performance you want to see, especially offensively. But to get 26 minutes after doing nothing offensively, you know he was playing some great defense. That's his calling card. And that's why he's starting. Um, It's weird, though, that Trey Murphy and Nikhil Alexander-Walker are not starting. Um, On paper, these two players are better than him. But Herb Jones is in there to fill a role, and he's filled it admirably, especially for a second-round pick. I will say Trey Murphy played 13 minutes, ended up with no stats except for one rebound. So as much as we want Trey Murphy to get out there and get some minutes, when he does, in his limited minutes, he does nothing for the most part. So I don't understand. I don't know. I can't tell you anything on this one. When Trey Murphy goes to the G League, he goes back to playing great. Every time he gets minutes, uh, you know, significant minutes, he plays great, except for the Pelicans won't give him significant minutes. It's always 5, 10, 13, 15 minutes, and he doesn't do anything. So uh, uh, something drastic has to change for that to change, but it's not looking like it's happening anytime soon. And he's just rotting away on my bench in my fantasy league. 
two of I have him in two fantasy leagues. So yeah, great. All right. <laughs> but Nikhil Alexander Walker, I will say, scored 27 points off the bench. And like I said, Herb Jones is starting over him. That's interesting. That's interesting. That's going to continue because Brandon Ingram was the leading scorer with 28 and Nikhil Alexander Walker was second with 27. I think he should be starting. Who knows, though? We'll see what happens. But, I mean, that sounds like I'm against my rookie here, but Herb Jones probably should not be starting for the Pelicans. And he still could put up the same production. He can get 26 minutes off the bench. But anyway, that covers our first game. Second game was the New York Knicks defeated the Detroit Pistons 105-91. to For the Detroit Pistons, of course, we have Kay Cunningham played 33 minutes. Had one of his worst shooting games of the season. Two for 13 from the field. 0 for 2 from three-point range. He did hit all his free throws, but only ended up with seven points in this game. So you say, that's a dud, right? But he hit you and helped you with those all-around stats. He ended up with nine rebounds, eight assists, and even threw a block in there. So the points are low. Don't be too discouraged. Nine rebounds and eight assists are tremendous stats. And a block definitely will help you as well. So even when he has a bad game, he has a good game. This is why I think and thought he would be rookie of the year because even if he's not scoring as much as Jalen Green was, you know, projected to, he's going to have those other stats that Jalen Green will not. And in high volume. So nine rebounds and eight assists is tremendous. Uh, No one else had more than three assists on the team. And they have a lot of point guards in Detroit. So great, great all-around performance by Kay. You just want to see that field goal percentage get back up to where it has been, and he would have had a dominant game. Now, the other rookie for Detroit, Luca Garza, as I mentioned earlier, had a great game in the G League, and that got him called up to the Pistons, you know, like I said, going back and forth between the squads, but he only got in for four minutes and had zeros all across the board. Not much you can do in four minutes. Um, You can keep your eye out on Trey Lyles, played 17 minutes, and he did have a good game with 13 points and five rebounds. Um, So it's still looking like a long path for Luca Garza. He's just going to have to keep killing it in the G League. Now for the Knicks, you know, Miles McBride is out with COVID protocols. Jericho Sims is a DNP. Quentin Grimes is out of COVID protocol. So all three of their rookies were, you know, nowhere to be found in this game, unfortunately. And they all were pretty playing pretty well. So that is the really sad part about it. Uh, Quentin Grimes was coming into his own. Miles McBride was just getting going and playing tremendous. And then COVID protocols hit. So hopefully when they come back, they will pick it up right where they left off. Next game, we had the Miami Heat uh, blew out the Indiana Pacers, 125-96. to Of course, the Pacers have Chris Duarte. And for some reason, the Pacers played everyone on their lineup, like the, all 13 players. Uh, I hate when teams do that. Uh, but it was a blowout, so maybe that's why. But Chris Duarte played 19 minutes, which it should have been more than that. Ended up with 17 points, four rebounds, two assists, and two steals. Clearly, it's a blowout, and you just wish he would have got more minutes. The news of the day is Malcolm Brogdon left the game after eight minutes played with an injury, 
hopefully he'll be all right and back soon. And that allowed other guards to get more minutes, especially Brad Wanamaker. But Brad Wanamaker got 27 minutes and finished with two points, one rebound and five assists. You got to just scrap that plan. Stop playing Brad Wanamaker 27 minutes. Chris Duarte should get 27 minutes. I mean, he had 17 points in 19 minutes. Um, it's just kind of crazy to me, but, you know, that's why they lost by 29 points. You know, the Pacers are not making great decisions right now. And the Pacers are 13 and 19 also. Yeah, 13 and 19 also. So as talented as they are, they're um, they're not in good shape right now. <laughs> And that's surprising because they're loaded with talent, but they do keep having injuries between Brogdon, uh, Sabonis, the point guard. I can't even think of his name right now, TJ McConnell. Obviously, we're waiting for TJ Warren to come back. So it's kind of a mixed bag there. But uh, also for the Pacers, we do have Isaiah Jackson. He did get in for a significant amount of minutes, 12 minutes, had six points, four rebounds, and one steal. A lot of talk has been about Sabonis and Miles Turner possibly being shipped out, one or the other. I doubt both, but one or the other. So Isaiah Jackson could get some more minutes. They traded up for him in the first round. He's a tall, lanky center, kind of remind you of DeAndre Jordan when his younger days, which was really good. You know, don't compare DeAndre Jordan now, but in his younger days, really good rim runner, all that good stuff. So we will see. Uh, trade deadline is going to be super interesting this year. Super, super, super interesting. I can't wait to see it. And for the Miami Heat, we had two rookies getting the game. Omer Yurt, seven, played 22 minutes, ended up with eight points, a huge 13 rebound performance, one assist, two steal, and two blocks. That is really nice production all around. And he, he played better than Dwayne Dedman, who started. Dedman started, played 20 minutes. Only had eight rebounds. You're seven off the bench with 22 minutes. Had those huge 13 rebounds. So um, we will see. This was a blowout. So whenever there's a blowout and you see players that don't normally do as much, do a lot, you kind of can't take too much from that because they're playing against backups. And, you know, when it's a blowout, a lot of teams don't even really care that much. They're not trying to get hurt. They're just trying to get out of there. So, but Good to see Omer Yurt 7 put up some good numbers. They also have Marcus Garrett, who played 19 minutes, ended up with two points, five rebounds, and two assists. So uh, Marcus Garrett has a long way to go before he makes an impact on the Miami Heat, but it's good to see him getting minutes with the team. Now for the Minnesota Timberwolves, this is the next game. Dallas Mavericks defeated the Minnesota Timberwolves 114-102. to for the Timberwolves, Leandro Balmaro, as I mentioned earlier, started, played 11 minutes, finished with zeros all across the board, except for he had two rebounds. Either he was playing so bad that he started, and it was the only starter that did not get 35-plus minutes. He only ended up with 11 minutes. He was either that bad or he got injured. But normally, this is what he does. He, if he does start, he's bad. If he comes off the bench, he's bad. So... <laughs> Uh, that's why I think he needs to go in the G League. He showed some promise in the G League, but on Timberwolves, not so much. And for the Mavericks, we have no rookies to name. It was interesting for me to see Marquise Chris uh, get signed. 
uh, and he's on the Mavericks. I had no idea, but you know, like I said, with COVID protocols and injuries, G League players against some left and right. Marquise Chris is not even really a G League player. He's he played well for the Golden State Warriors before he broke his leg, and apparently he is back. And I don't know if it's going to be temporary or not, but played pretty well in 16 minutes. So you never know. That's the name to keep an eye on for, even though he's not a rookie. That just surprised me to see him on the Mavericks. And that sucks for Moses Brown. <laughs> and, and our last and final game is between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Lakers. Currently, there's eight minutes left in the third quarter. The Suns are up 67 to 54. That I can go ahead and tell you now, there are not going to be any rookie news in this game. I can confidently say that. <laughs> Unless the Phoenix Suns get up by 20 or 30 points. Ish Wainwright has not entered the game yet and more than likely will not enter the game. But if he does, it won't be for a ton of minutes. Unless there's some injury that we do not want to see. And that's that's the only rookie they have. They did not draft a rookie. They did not have a rookie in their camp really either. Um, Ish Wainwright was released by the Toronto Raptors G League squad, and then that's how he was picked up by Phoenix. So that's the only rookie on their radar, and he's a far away from getting big minutes in the league. For the Lakers, Austin Reeves is still in COVID protocol, so they have no rookies as well right now. So they have called up Sean D. Jones uh, up and down, up and down, up and down. Sean D. Brown up and down, up and down, up and down. And uh, but no news as of yet. It's possible he may get in for a few minutes here and there, but don't expect too much. And that will do it for today's five-game slate. I will go over the rookies of the night for you. And honestly, there weren't many at all. <laughs> Starting with Chris Duarte, he has 17 points, four rebounds, and two steals. Now, we also had... Omer, you're at seven with eight points, 13 rebounds, two steals, and two blocks. And we had Kay Cunningham with his seven points, eight rebounds, and nine assist performance. So normally uh, we have so many rookies playing well, I have to narrow it down. But tonight, not so much. But, you know, unfortunately, like I said, that game postponement, that also hurts. And there's a lot of rookies, honestly, right now out with either injury or COVID protocols. The season was going so smooth before all this, but, you know, hope, all we can do is hope that it gets back on the right track and everyone will remain safe out there. We can get back to normal basketball and no injuries, no COVID, no none of that stuff. So thank you all for listening to the All Rookie Podcast. I truly appreciate it. If you love the show, please tell a friend, tell a friend. Like, rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at William is Bill. Follow on Instagram, the All Rookie Podcast. You know, we'd love to see your feedback, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm out of here. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.